Welcome to Any Way You Want It. I'm your host, Kaylin McDuff. I'm an LA-based coach for women who want to create lives based on desire. Here on the show, we like to have real conversations about sex, relationships, and life through talks with everyday people, experts, friends, and everything in between, I give you a plethora of options, different relationship models, new mindsets, perspectives, and paradigms. Listen for what sounds interesting to you and follow that. This is just the beginning of you having a life designed entirely from the specificity of your desire. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Any Way You Want It. Um, I am completely delighted and turned on um, to have my friend Michael joining me today um, for our episode. Um, Hi, Michael. Hey, Hey, thank you for having me. Oh, my gosh. Truly my pleasure. Just listen to that voice, everybody. Oh. Um, so Michael is, uh, from London and he comes from a performance background. Um, he grew up in the Southwest of England and now he has made a home in London. Um, we are keeping his last name and the rest of his identity, a mystery, but I think after 45 minutes of a conversation with him today, you will probably have the experience of feeling deeply let into his soul because that's just the kind of guy um, that Michael is. <laughs> and he's just doing a little dance right now. For me. I just feel like I'm already being seduced and we are approximately two minutes um, into this episode. <laughs> Um, well, so I want to set the stage a little bit, uh, for this conversation and just even how I, um, how I met Michael and, and who he is to me in the world. So, um, one of the, one of the things that I am just up to in the world is I am interested in breaking up people's ideas of what is possible in relationship. And I just, when I look around the world, I see so many people limiting themselves in terms of what's possible in relationship. And so one of the tools that I use, um, in, you know, with my clients and in my own life is a tool called relationship by design, which is just the idea that you could at any point in time, put a little bit of attention and intention into a relationship and create whatever you want. And so to take you back to how this is all related to my relationship with Michael, um, we connected in December um, and actually I want you to share, Michael, what was it like when you first connected with me? Gosh, that was like, yeah, some, sometime in mid-December, I guess last year. Yeah. So 
I um, had no idea, obviously, that we were going to be connected. Um, I remember even from doing that course that I wasn't even too sure that that was going to be a possibility for us to do what we were about to share in the moment. And so for me, when we, when I put myself up to this and I discovered that we were going to be exchanging over Zoom, I was kind of like, oh, this is this is a new thing. And then also I got assigned yourself. And I was like, wow, okay, great. So here's a person who I do not know, and we are going to be connecting. And so I was like really excited, but I was also like, gosh, I have not even done what I've been learning in person. And yet I have to sort of have the same exchange and sort of the same feeling electronically through Zoom. And so I was also quite daunted by sort of what was to come, but also at the same time was like, look, feel the fear and do it anyway. Totally. Well, and to give um, my listeners even just a little more context too, to add some color. Um, so we, and set the stage, you know, we were both in a course, um, around dominance and submission. So I, um, was studying, uh, you know, around my mastery as a submissive woman and Michael was studying, you know, how to be, um, a dom, a really masterful dominant man, which by the way, is not the same thing as domineering or controlling, you know, and so we were paired together as a result of this coursework that we were doing. We were paired together to basically practice playing out these power dynamics together virtually over Zoom. <laughs> And I just remember, you know, I had obviously we both, you know, this this practice that we are in of dominance and submission, it really requires, um, you know, full opt in, you know, being a full yes every step of the way. So both of us had said yes to, hey, yeah, I'd love to be partnered with someone. Let's just practice. And so we were paired together. And for and the, the agreement was we are going to have one practice session. We call them scenes, which is just a specific moment in time. You know, when you are practicing stepping into the dom and sub archetype. But that was really the agreement is we're going to do one scene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and like one scene was basically a meetup for the first time within the week. And then yeah. that led to the full experience towards the end of the week. And for us, it was basically getting to know each other within that first sort of presentation of meeting each other, which was, I guess, quite surreal to me because I was like, wow, here I am going to be connecting quite deeply in expressing our desires and our consents and doing that at the same time, as well as getting to know each other and, and feeling this connection that we had. And so that was just a really wonderful experience to thrust myself upon and in and just go fully committed into that experience, which was really lovely and getting to know yourself and not even just in the ways of the stereotypical sort of uh, expected way of it, but just to get you to know you as a person. 
And so then that had led to us creating the desired scene that we wanted to share. And we shared each other's desires of music. And do you want me to go into the scene? Oh, how yeah. Was? Just share, like, what was the... Um what was what were some of the most maybe the memor- most memorable moment or some of the more memorable moments from the scene for you okay sure so from the scene myself was seeing yourself i think the thing that really stayed with me is you allowing to just commit to myself and subbing and trusting me and for me that was flattering considering we haven't had, had very little time to know and to feel comfortable. But I think what was great was within that time frame, we felt comfortable and we trusted that and it worked really well. And to have you to commit to my sort of desires of how I wanted to lead the scene and also take into consideration how you wanted to be handled within that scene, for example, the music that you liked, for example, what you wanted to wear, and also, you know, the toys that you wanted to include within the scene as well. And how within that, even though we had things that were going to be a part of the scene, we also allowed space and freedom for it to go where it went naturally. And so being my first time, I was thinking, oh, it's going to be like maybe a 15-minute scene that turned into a scene that lasted for an hour and a half. <laughs> and that was quite <laughs> amazing for, for us both to just, I, I think it's amazing when I look back now, it's just, it's amazing to think that we enjoyed just however, the t- however long the time just ran on for. And what was also lovely, not just the moments within the, the dancing, which I love seeing you do and expressing yourself. And, but it was also the aftercare where it was just downtime for us to actually just connect. And I think there's a lot of beauty within, not that we were still, but calmness and stillness. And I think that's Mm -hmm. also to be just as cherished as well as the highs within the dancing, within the arousal, within the climaxes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. I remember that the come down time afterwards was so tender. And I also want to give people just a little snapshot into your brilliance, um, which was, so, you know, and I think this will also give people a sense for what it's like to really um, be in the presence of a masterfully dominant man. So, um, and there are lessons in here, regardless of if you really want to formally practice this practice, there's just great lessons in here on communication within, you know, in, in sex or in intimacy. Yeah, so, you know, before the scene, we had sort of chatted and, 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 um, you know, we shared, okay, I'm a yes to this sort of play. I'm a no to this. And, you know, we really set up our boundaries, both boundaries and desires really clearly. Um, and then, you know, from that conversation, Michael really started to see how much I love being objectified and how much I love being humiliated. (laughs) And 
So, uh, which to be clear, wasn't always that way. I've only found this, this particular uh, location in the past, you know, let's say two to three years. Um, but then he's, and he also, I shared that I love dancing and I love movement and just, you know, moving my body. And so he, you know, as, as the submissive, right. Being submissive doesn't mean do nothing. It's mm-hmm. actually like, um, it's a, you know, it's a really masterful position where you really need to take responsibility 100% for your experience and set your dom up to win. So it's not just like, okay, I'm just going to lay on the bed and just like do me. It's like, Mm -hmm. no, it's a very active position, which I think is one of the biggest misconceptions about this work. And so because I was so generous with sharing like, oh, here's all the things I, I get turned on about, then Michael was able to create a scene based on that information, right? And I wasn't attached to how those things showed up. But Michael then created a scene where he was like, okay, well, I'm going to be a casting director and you're going to be auditioning for the role of what was it like a, like basically to be a stripper. I was auditioning to be a stripper. <laughs> and oh my gosh, it was so hot to like have him direct me how he wanted me to dance and, and, and how he wanted me to move. And then for him to say, Oh no, that's not good enough. And just like deadpan face, like this man was not going to crack. (laughs) And I love it's such, for me, it's such an ego death. That's why I love being humiliated is like, you actually like can just get to a place where it's like, Oh, you can feel yourself in your full essence because your ego is completely destroyed. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of crazy because even on our, when we did our exchanges of boundaries and so on, et cetera, that wasn't necessarily my dominant place of play. So I was right. like, Ooh. so I was like, I've kind of got to tap into this area and, and go out and say a bit out of my comfort zone, which wasn't necessarily a bad thing, but I was like, this is what this person enjoys and I'm happy to do this for yourself. And what came out of all that was just, was bliss. It was incredible to sort of have those highs and lows and those contrasts that just escalated into this wonderful sort of peak. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, uh, It was really extraordinary. And, you know, I I keep making this joke, but it's not a joke at all. Uh, You know, my whole thing is I'm like, if you are bored in the pandemic, then just you just do not have you don't have access to your creativity. Like you got to get in touch with your creativity and your desire. One hundred percent. Yeah. I'm like, I just had this hot thing with Michael still to this day, have never seen the man in person, never touched him. <laughs> like, I'm like, I see you on a screen. I, you're trying, I trust you're a real person, you know? Um, and it was like, I created this whole, we created this whole thing, you know, um, just on a, on a Friday night in a pandemic. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I think as well, what was great was that this uh, play over Zoom required us to just let go and trust even more so, you know, for us Mm. to sort of really connect because we had to make sure because there's no sort of even sort of physical presence, let alone, you know, the touch is, we've got no even maybe sort of the presence within our sort of personal spaces. So in a sense with what we were doing is like, I guess, how would you say it was almost like a, 
almost trying to penetrate through the screen what I'm projecting to you for you to feel that and for you to respond and then vice versa. And so the trust, the attention was uh, really important. But, you know, when you're having fun, the attention is there. And so it was really easy. Totally, totally. And, you know, that is, I will say, like, that is one of the gifts of this pandemic is that just in ter- my mind has been opened in terms of what's possible in eroticism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, you know, I think I sort of knew, like I knew before the pandemic, like I can create the erotic anywhere, but being really being in a situation where you actually, ha- that's the choice, you know, yeah. it's really opened my eyes up to what's possible. Yeah. Absolutely. It's definitely expanded, you know, my horizon in in this field of play. It's just, okay, we can experience this overseas through Zoom Mm -hmm. and we can still create that same intensity of pleasure for each other. Wonderful. Yeah. Gorgeous. Well, and so I want to take our listeners into the next phase of our relationship, which then was this week long, what I call relationship by design. Um, But before we do that, I do want to give people just a little peek into your life and your transformation, um, you know, because that's all so relevant here in this space. And, you know, for the for the men out there, you might be thinking to yourself, like, wait, hold on. Like, did this guy just like get here and decide, okay, I'm going to be like a dominant man. And for the ladies, you might be swooning being like, where could I find a man like Michael? So, (laughs) um, help us, um, understand Michael sort of, um, where this exploration in dominance and submission, where is that on just your overall, um, sort of transformation life map, if you will. (laughs) Yeah, I guess, you know, I, I had left a relationship and I think from there, I just was exploring and in fact sort of this world wasn't even on my sort of radar it was kind of me just sort of looking into myself discovering about myself and working on myself and then I came across a mentor on YouTube and I remember screenshotting the the video going I'm just kind of keep that in the back of my mind and then oh yeah the casual screenshot screenshot you know and so I think like from there, like like with this blessing in disguise of the position that we're in, just kind of was like, you know what, I have the time and I have the um, openness to discovering more. Let me look a little further in, from doing self-development and let me explore uh, sort of tantra and going into ways of full body orgasms. And so I was exploring that realm for like three months. And then this mentor then was great because it was sort of setting me up in a sense of like finding myself even on a deeper level. And then she was like, so here is a gentleman that you could work with called Om. And I was like, uh-huh, who's this dude? <laughs> and, and she goes, just take a peek. I think it will be really lovely for you to go, you know, to explore even more. And it will be really like a great way to, to end your year 
with like everything that you've been putting into yourself. And I was like, hmm. So I was looking within this course and, and for the initial part, I was pretty much predominantly going for like sort of just being a better person, being a better man within myself. And I was open to BDSM, but I was thinking, oh, you know, it's kind of quite secondary for myself. And so going into that course has really sort of like leveled out, if you will, the segments of like toys and play and BDSM as well with the spirituality, supporting that within the self-development. And I never expected myself to sort of be such a fan within this realm. And so discovering that has like given so many textures, layers, flavors, if you whatever you want to call it, to my life and to my sexual play that had then led me to yourself in expressing, experiencing and trying out all these things that I have learned. And it has definitely enhanced my life like tenfold. It has been, it is now very much a part of me, which I never went looking for, but it's almost like it just found me. It sounds cheesy, That's, but no, I, but I really, I really believe that. Um, I, so our, uh, our teacher that Michael was just referring to is, is Om Rupani. If you want to look him up, we're both huge fans. And, um, yeah, I remember one time, uh, I was helping with a course he was hosting here in Los Angeles. And I asked him the question, I was like, you know, what should I say to people who are just sort of skeptical? Like, what could I say to them, you know, about this work? And he's like, honestly, like, we're not interested in those people. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it was sort of like this, you got to, when you, if you see this path and there's something that just like moves through your body that has you be a yes, then like go for it. But if there's any part of you that's like, I don't know, like, this is just not the path for that, you know? Yeah. And I think, you know, in doing this, I mean, I'm sure you can say this for yourself, but just in doing this work, I don't even want to call it working, just doing this course and way of life. I think it's just allowed me to get more in tune and intimate with myself and then therefore has allowed me to be much more intimate with whoever I am partnered with sexually or you know, romantically, you know, relationship wise. And I just think, you know, if you want to get more out of your relationship, just look within, you know, and, um, and build from there, you know. And it was great that um allows that space for people to tap into that you know to the point where i'm now you know i'm now doing another well not another but i'm now doing a three-month tantra course that is like sort of adding another layer to my embodiment so you know i'm grateful to all the mentors that i've had very very recently that's just transformed my life unexpectedly in an amazing way mm-hmm. oh Love that. Okay. So now that we've heard a little bit so that, you know, so that the people have some grounding and they're like, okay, now we know a little more about who, who this Michael mystery, Michael man is. (laughs) I mean, he's not that far off from magic Mike. Okay. Ladies, I'll just give you a little visual. Maybe you can tell from his voice, but um, just so you can have that sitting in your head. Um, 
So, okay. So we did this one particular scene. We did this practice session. Do you want to um, talk about the scene or do you want to leave the scene? Uh, I want to, I want to just, um, I want to sort of shift our focus to talk more about our overall like week long relationship. Cause I want to give that the space that it deserves. It deserves it. <laughs> um, and then maybe we can talk about one of our favorite scenes within that. Cool. So, um, okay. So we had this, this was like a Friday night. We had this scene, right. And, um, and I'll share what happened for me on my end. So, um, you know, coming off of something like that, there is a process, I call it digestion. You know, when I work with my clients, I speak about it through that language of like, you have to process and move experiences and integrate them into your body, you know, before you can really Mm -hmm fully appreciate what they were and open to take in more. Yeah. So I was, you know, digesting our experience and I just was so full of like life from it. And, you know, I, what many of, you know, you know, I was also coming out of a breakup, right. That, that had happened that week, actually a few yeah. weeks, a few days prior to us having our scene. And Um, and so, you know, I, I was sort of sitting with this and just like really present to the magic. And then I got this desire to have a deeper connection with Michael. And I don't know where these things come from, but I was like, you know, I just, I, I just want to have a week long relationship with him (laughs) and and right in any other world, my world of five years ago, like I might've sent him a few messages and tried to flirt and it probably would have gone nowhere because I wasn't clear on my desire. And then I'd be like, Oh, I feel so rejected. Or, you know, like I would have run out some old pattern right in the past, but the woman I am now, I was like, Oh, I think I want to have a relationship with this guy for a week. (laughs) let's, I don't know. Let me, and and I I just, I didn't even know where it came from, but it felt so true in my body. And so I sent him a thank you note for the scene, right? Because, you know, as a Dom, he really poured gorgeous attention into me. And so I always love to complete that feedback loop and express gratitude. So I sent him a handwritten thank you note. Uh, Dear Sir Michael, I think. And, um, And then at the end, the very last line, I said, and if you're, you know, something like, if you're open to it, I have a desire I'd like to share. (laughs) So what was it like to receive? Okay. So ladies, yeah, I want you to hear a couple things. Gratitude for the masculine holding that you receive and clear expression of desire. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Michael, what was it like to receive that? (laughs) So I was I was deeply touched because yeah, it's not often that especially these days that you get a handwritten letter expressing gratitude. So I was actually really touched by that. Mm. And and then the desire came in the end and I was like, ooh. <laughs> it's like I was like, oh, this is this kind of was like it's like all this, you know, it was very sort of poetic and everything about the lesson was poetic. But it was just like I could see where it was going with the gratitude, and it was like. Hmm. I have a desire that I'd like to express if you're interested and or whatever, however it came across. And I was like, oh, what's this? And I had no idea what it was. I kind of was probably presuming that it was maybe along the lines of doing another scene. But um, but yeah, I had no idea that it was leading to what we're going to talk about. Oh, my gosh. 
Uh, wow. Thank you. <laughs> well, okay. So then I want to do a little bit of a play by play because this is such a good lesson for women in holding your desires. And by holding your desires, I mean, um, not being attached, but just holding the beauty and the grace of your desires and trusting that if they are true, they will come to fruition and really like honoring the space that you hold for them. So I think at that point you messaged me or something and sent your phone number or something, some version of that. And you said like, yes, I'm open to hearing your desire. Right. Oh. Some version of that. Yeah. And so then I, my favorite way to transmit desires is through voice memo. <laughs> Yes. I, yes. As you now know, Michael, um, text is fine. Right. But I think I have a pretty sexy voice and I get very turned on about my desires. And so now I'm in this practice of like, when I have desires, I just like to send a voice memo and let people feel me. So I sent this desire, you know, I said, I, um, I have a desire to be in a week long relationship container with you and to just explore our dominance and submission and, you know, create heat together and see what's here and be curious. I, I forget what else I said, but I really like, I think evoked more than specific details. I evoked a feeling, right. And, um, and I remember I sent that message and then there was a waiting period when I didn't hear from you. It was like, <laughs> I don't know. Was it like a day or two? I forget. I'm not sure. I don't know. It, you know <laughs> it was, it, it was a, you know, it was a bit of time had passed and I knew like he had that like, you know, we're obviously on different sleep cycles, right? He's like eight or nine hours ahead, but I like enough time had passed to where I was like, oh, did he not? get my message or is he a no to my desire? You know, like I was having this freak out it mentally at first. I was like, Oh no, did I say too much? Is my desire too much? Is my, you know, I went on this whole like roller coaster ride in my head. Okay. Um, and again, like, which is just the normal automatic thing that we do as women, but like, I know enough now in this journey to just know, Oh, Kaylin, I love yearning. I love yearning. I love not knowing, you know? And so I, then I was able to actually get turned on that. I wasn't hearing from him right away. <laughs> I was like, wow, God is so tricky. Just giving me all the things that I desire. <laughs> so what was your experience like when I shared my desire sort of what did it, what did it evoke and what was it like for you yeah so for myself I had never come across anything like that so I didn't even know it was a possibility um so I was like Huh? <laughs> what? What is what she is even this? talking about what is it? yeah exactly it's like what's she talking about and and then I think it was, it was um, obviously getting into uh, getting to connect with you on that and what this uh, week could hold just brought, brought more uh, clarity to me. I was like, oh, okay. And so actually there is, because one thing was actually, I was thinking what, oh, with my sort of uh, new sort of uh, experience into this was a scene every day, <laughs> like, like a, a, like a, you know, a stereotypical scene where, you know, and I was thinking, 
of course, that's going to be like quite demanding, quite so quite a lot. And you know, and, and is there going to be a, a lot of arousal to be able to keep that up for the whole week? And then when we conversed on it all and sort of looked at how actually we can do scenes in many different ways and it just doesn't have to be like stereotypically sexually it can also be through ways of either just talking as we did throughout the week it can be down to also um ways of either sort of dancing or it could be either through sort of you know reading poetry and so that's when I was like ah, I kind of go into a relaxed state of just like ah okay like we don't have to necessarily plan too much with this and just allow our feelings to kind of roll within this week and trust that and trust the role of that and also as we were saying about paying attention within our first scene that we did back in December within this week, it was actually allowing us to sort of take it day by day and seeing how we were reciprocating from each other. And I think that was really important and not to actually sort of structure something because it had to be done rather than what was needed. Yeah, well, and I I just want to reflect that I think over that week, one of the, and even just in our other scene as well, one of the ways that I saw you grow as a dom in your mastery was in um, you know, creating, creating structure, right. So that the feminine does have a place to land and then trusting your in like your intuitive dominant inside of you to just create whatever is next and needed. And like what my, what my body was calling for. Yeah. You know, that is a, that is a really masterful skill, you know? And so it's like for the women out there, I want to hear, you have to trust your partner. You really have to trust that he could actually fully hold you. And I remember that was one of the desires that I shared is I was like, I just want to be held and I want to receive your beautiful attention. Yeah. And the thing is, as well, it was, and, and I think for for the men receiving on that, end, it's completely a booster for me that you were just like, okay, I trust you. And for me, I was like, wow, okay, like I'm, you know, it automatically, in a sense, for me, raised my game within me. I was just like, okay, I really want to provide for you within this space, and and I think. Um, what was really what was really sort of noticeable for me was to just sort of not only sort of uh attend to you know sending the message prior like the day before what's going to happen and sort of nurturing those days of like how it's going to look in the space that you have to do this and creating as you said being handled creating that way of being handled that this is being cushioned by myself for this to allow to happen, but there's also space for flexibility. And because I, for myself, towards the end of the week, was thinking of going on this big crescendo, you know, <laughs> and I was thinking, right, we have to do this massive scene, yeah. um, and an end. And I think one of the the last, I think it was the scene on on a Saturday where it was like. You, uh, I, I wanted you to dance for me, 
And I could see that there was emotion that was evoked within that scene that I that I clocked within it. And I know that there was a transition within the dance and there was like this freedom and it was really beautiful to see you in your element and also to see you dance in the way that you wanted to dance because that's what I said to yourself. I want to see you in your, you know, embodying yourself fully rather than me saying, I demand such and such and such. Um, I wanted to see you in your in your in your fullest way and within that seeing you sort of evoke an emotion that for me changed the last days scene because I was like I feel like this needs to be touched upon because it seems of more value than say doing this big sort of crescendo scene that I was sort of expecting to to go with but actually following sort of instincts and following sort of what I saw within you within that dance actually really sort of sealed the end of the week really beautifully and that in itself is a way of handling and so it was for me it was like wow there's so many ways to handle and it doesn't have to just be you know floggers and so on etc there's so much depth and richness that's available when you really let yourself be seen. And I remember this moment, um, that, that last scene that you're talking about the dancing one, um, where I, you know, I actually avoided, like you had sent it to me. Right. And I was doing this every day and I avoided it all day. Because I still was going into this automatic pattern of like, oh, I need to be this like hot, sexy, turned on like woman. Like that's what Michael signed up for. You know, like I I had this block in my in my body where I was like, I I can't be that. And I was making myself wrong. And then, of course, you know, uh, it didn't take you know, well, like it took me a few hours to like really sink in and just realize like, no, this man just wants to feel my heart. I don't have to, he doesn't want me to perform anything. Mm-hmm. And so when I was able to give myself that permission, I just like let the dance come out that came out. And then, and, you know, I really let my, you know, my sadness and my emotion come out and then I just remember the way that you received me felt so good. I felt like I felt your heart like connected to my, the you know, to my, the movement of my body and that as a woman, oh my God, mm. it was just, I don't, it was, um, it was deeply soul touching and deeply healing. Yeah, you witness that way. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, and I think it's it's getting those. You know, that one in itself is just as much of a high as any other high within any DSC. You know, and I think that's really important to take in mind. And and I think as well because we both took on our archetypes. We both invest. Just sort of, I was like allowing for ourselves to be what we're being a part of within these scenes, allowed these moments to be evoked within the scene itself, which carried the week. There was no sort of real planning. I mean, I had no idea 
at midweek, I was going to say, I would love to see a vegan body platter. <laughs> <laughs> Just so the listeners can get a clear visual of this. Sure. I did a, yeah, I did a vegan photo shoot basically, you know, again, it's like the mastery of that. I love I love seductive photos. I love sexy photos and we're both vegan and we love vegetables. So we had fun and oh my gosh, I took some sexy, sexy photos with uh, various vegetables, which were in my refrigerator. Yeah. So like allowing, allowing ourselves to just fully invest into what we had decided to agree upon, just allowed these things to evoke and come up and it kept it fresh. It kept it exciting. And we both just trusted in that, you know? Yeah, totally. Well, and I want to, um, I want to break this down a little bit further, um, for my listeners who are out there and they're like, okay, Kaylin, I feel what you're putting down, but like, how the hell could I create a relationship that lasts a week or a month or whatever, you know, whatever I want two days, like you can do whatever you want people. Um, but so I want to just, just backtrack a moment just to like put in a few teaching points here. Cause I think it's really valuable, uh, for both you know, men and women or however you identify. Um, so first thing is, and I think we said this is like, you want to get clear on, okay, what is your desire around the connection? What do you want to like, what do you want to experience? What do you want to get curious about? What do you want to explore? What would feel good to you? What's the kind of attention you want? You know, just ask yourself like, and both partners, or you could also do a group relationship by design, but let's just, for the purposes of this, let's just start with a two-person model. Um, so, so, you know, you want to get clear on like, what are, yeah, what's your desire around the experience you want to have, right? Um, and then um, I love what Michael said, right? Because, you know, we did allow things to unfold. That's the beauty of it. But the other thing I want you to hear is that we set up, well, really Michael set up um, clear, a clear structure for how we were going to connect. So we agreed, oh, every day he's going to send me a message with a little assignment or an adventure or something to create, you know, in service of our connection. So it was like usually a video or, you know, some, some version of that, or sometimes we would connect or in the photo shoot, you know, there were different ways, but basically the agreement was like once a day, I would wake up to a message from him that shared, you know, sort of the adventure of the day. So you can do this. That's one example of a structure, right? But like, you could also do this in relationship and say, okay, every morning we're going to check in after breakfast about this thing, or before we go to bed, we're going to share desires or, you know, you can do anything you want, but I do recommend setting up some sort of a structure that then allows your, your relationship can live inside of that. Um, which, you know, again, in my work, many of you have heard me use the word container. Um, so that's, that's really like the biggest thing is to set up a container that gives you this, the clarity to know, like, here's what we're agreeing on. And then you have flexibility to create within that container, what really wants to come out 
in terms of your connection. So that's, that's a big piece. And then the other um, last teaching point I would put in here is to decide a clear time frame, And so having a beginning of your container, having that be clear, and then having an end of the container be clear as well. So we said, okay, a week. And then we decided on the calendar what that week would be. And then we, the other last thing is to have a completion conversation at the end that feels like it, you know, ties things together. And really lets both of you share what the experience was like, what you were grateful for, what you learned and really like allows you to appreciate what you created. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I just think it was it was an incredible experience. I mean, who who would have thought about, you know, doing midweek, you know, and kind of going, okay, so what are we going to take within, you know, what are we going to take into the new year, you know, and what are, what are we going to leave behind uh, in 2020? That was just a way of, of handling, you know what I mean? But I think within those moments that maybe some people might sort of disregard is that that added to our bonding and kind of added more depth or more trust for us to just kind of blossom even more throughout the week. So I think, you know, it doesn't always have to be this big grand gesture that I think many people may try to go for within doing scenes when it can simply be sitting down and connecting and talking and what is on your heart right now and, you know, Mm. what needs to be sort of felt and what needs to be honoured and um, what needs to be sort of dispersed so you can move on, you know. And I think that's just, just as lovely. Yeah, totally. Ah, it was such a good reminder of that. What do you think? Um, I'd love to hear sort of your biggest, like the biggest thing that's still sitting with you that you got from our week long connection. So much, <laughs> so much. I don't know if there's a biggest thing. Okay, but, well, share but, I, but, I, but I, yeah, I can, I can ramble. I can ramble. I think um, the thing that I sort of one of the things that I've taken away is is attention and how important attention is, and and allowing for me to see you completely um, and sort of. I guess trusting that, I guess within those scenes, it took keeping my attention on you, took the attention of myself, which just allowed me to sit in my body more and enjoy the experience. But it had also allowed me to connect with you in a way that, as I said before, just allowed the week to progress in a beautiful way that I sort of had say some things in mind but also at the same time I was just sort of sort of nurturing the days as we went by to just see how you were sort of receiving what I was desiring for each day and and I think one of the things like that really still sticks out to me compared to doing say more the sort of typical scenes is that is you dancing and expressing yourself and then that that emotion being evoked at the beginning and I clocked it and I was like, wow, there's something there that I saw that I feel needs to be let go of in some ways. But mm. 
I'd like to tap more into that. And so the end of the week was just lovely to just have that conversation for that release to happen within yourself and for you to kind of just like, oh, wow, I feel lighter from this, you know? And I think it's allowed me to sort of go forward and be like, wow, okay, like there is, there is so much here on the table that you can utilize mm. within your relationship that many people don't really look towards, you know? Like I would before, I never would have thought about doing a vegan body class at Spotify, you know? <laughs> but like we kind of both like opted into the craziness and went, yeah, okay. And it was great. And it was amazing. You know? <laughs> and like the cheekiness and the playfulness in it. And that's kind of one of the things I remember we were talking about was just like, although this was very adult between the two of us, although we were both very caring for each other, we wanted to enjoy each other's space and time as well. And what comes with that is sort of like the cheekiness, the playfulness that allowed us to be kids, which was great fun. And then also to have this maturity of nurturing and handling and trust. And also to even, as you said, like, let go towards the end which I never thought would have happened but then to have that much more sort of sincere tender side to it was just really lovely to see this array of emotions and play um very free you know and I think some ways you know I think relationships can be I guess so safe in in putting up this you know this this presentation you know of perfection if you will and I think in some ways that can actually block the beauty that can be had between two people in being vulnerable and kind of committing to each other and I think again like thank you for trusting in me which was so flattering for me to be like wow this was like so new it's not even our friendship's not even been a year nowhere near been a year it's like been a few months and you know for that level of trust was just like wow this this woman is like devoting to me which then turned my arousal up tenfold because I was like wow okay I'm in I'm here to handle and I think maybe that's something for for women to hear that when that is allowed the man can just literally be like wow let me go for you let me do this for you you know and that was my thing for the week I was like no I want to make sure that you are handled fully within this week whether it's for the you know the the sexy stuff or for the times where we're like talking about future or the times that we're sort of feeling in our lowest or the times that we're being playful and cheeky and as I said that offers an array of colors which is exciting and just wonderful to experience yeah oh my gosh totally that is it's so um it's so gorgeous to hear your reflections on this you know a month and a half later you know and and i'll share for me um, just the some of the the i guess you know one of the biggest things i got was just the power of my heart and my tenderness and the, the way that you were in response, like every single time I dropped into my heart and like sort of allowed myself to fall apart or really like allowed myself to be seen the, your attention was so healing. 
And it's like, I just learned this thing about really activating men. You know, it's like, I am one of the smartest women I know. I'm one of the sexiest women I know. (laughs) And like, those are not the most remarkable things about me. And so this, I really, um, I really got that. And then the, um, and also, you know, I think the really um, being a masterful submissive and setting you up to win, right? Like I want the women to hear on here this, you know, Michael did not have a ton of experience being a dominant man. (laughs) He took a course. He's done men's work, right? And this was like kind of a first foray into fully holding that position, right? And so I want to honor, like he brought amazing skill to that. And I also learned so much about, like you said, just surrendering and really giving it up to you um, and fully letting go what, what then happened within you as a man to really step up and fully hold me. You know, there's so much, I mean, I know I've been guilty of emasculating men in the past. Oh, I don't know if he's going to step up or if he's, you know, going to be good enough or whatever. And it's like coming from the context of, oh, this man wants to win with me. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to just deeply trust that he can do that and that he can create that, you know? And so that was, um, such, such good practice for me as a submissive and as a woman who's really interested in relationship where I'm not wearing the pants. <laughs> yeah. That is, it's like, you know, it's, you know, it's a dance, right? It's again, like, you know, I mean, coming from that, that background is like the, the man leads and the, and the female follows within that part it up, you know what I mean? And they both have to commit to that collaboration. One falls and the whole thing falls apart. Yeah. You know? Totally. Well, the last thing I want to say, I know I've gotten um, some questions from my ladies over here. They're like, wait, this was so hot. But like, what's next? Like, what's the deal with you and this Michael guy? (laughs) And I want to share this because I think it's another good teaching point, um, which is that we have no idea what's next. I'm deeply grateful to have Michael in my life. I totally trust we were meant to be connected for reasons I may not even fully understand now, you know, and, and I don't know, and I'm not attached, right? I have desires, but I'm really not attached. And I'm sort of like, just laying low to the ground and feeling my heart, you know, and when I have a desire, I know I can express it to you. You know, like you're so available for that. Um, And, and that's, that's the big thing I want to want people to hear is that like, we're not trying to effort something here. We're not gripping onto something that we hope could be a thing. We're just like operating on pure desire. You know, I think there's another container in us some, at some point, like a dancing container, you know? And like, and we both agreed on that. And like, I don't know when that, like when I'm going to wake up one day and just be like, today is the day to tell Michael my desire. I don't know. 
but I'm just like letting myself be inside of my attraction to you and let, you know, allowing whatever wants to unfold. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think, you know, again, and that type of energy as well actually is very encouraging to express, you know what I mean? And I think it is very allowing as well for both you're like, yeah, this just feels great. Let's just, you know, that ease and that flow just feels really, really wonderful. So, I mean, as I said, we have no idea. I have no idea either. I have no idea what that scene may be. Is what we're doing right now a scene in itself? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know who 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 knows and that's and you know when when even just saying that just now that's like you know a scene can be so much it can be anything you know between the two so i have no idea but i am open to what desire comes forth and be like hey i have something to present how do you feel you know yeah it's yeah i think that's really the last thing i want women especially to hear is just open up the channels in all of your relationships to just have it be a desire-based conversation you know and and from there it's like you can't you can't really lose (laughs) if you just honor that then we're just in a world of everybody expressing their desires and then people saying yes or no based on whatever is true for them yeah that's that's brilliant mm. in a world like that let's uh let's create that shall we Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. oh michael thank you so much for being here today it just uh completely lights me up uh to see you and digest this and i'm i'm unbelievably grateful to have been able to play with you in this way and receive your beautiful attention. Thank you. you. Likewise, it was this, catching up again has been great. And also to sort of see how you are still going from the experience that we've had is just lovely to see. And for me as well, you know, it's been a month and a half and to think about it again, it's like, wow, like that happened. That was at the beginning of the year. That was like, it was like, you know, like sometimes the beginning of the year is kind of like, okay, let's, let's take some steps. But we just kind of went, bam, <laughs> here, here is the container. I'm going to do this and da, 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 da. we can try these things. And you know what? It's still an experience that I'm just like, wow, we did that. And it was, it was amazing. And we experienced all these different things within it. And you know what? It's been Ah, it's been really lovely to play with yourself and I thank you so much for just being so free and trusting within me to be able to handle yourself. And I think that is a desire that men crave. And so I'm grateful for that. Thank you. All right. Thanks, everybody. See you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening in today. If you got something from this episode, please share it with someone in your life and pop on over to iTunes to give us a five-star review. I'm so committed to more people custom creating their sex, relationships, and lives from desire. And this podcast is a big part of that. 
If you have ideas for the show or want to learn more about working with me as a coach, head on over to my Instagram at Kaylin McDuff or my website, kaylinmcduff.com. See you next time.